Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show presented by Central National Bank. Here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox, ESPN Central Texas. Dave Aranda's weekly appearance coming up at 520. You'll hear all of that. Some good football talk. And uh, we kind of analyze it from every possible angle, even as West Virginia, what they look like, how they're slanting along the defensive line. This man has been at it for, my goodness, hard to believe, but 19 seasons now. Joyce Gravano, women's uh, tennis coach at Baylor, joining us now. Joey, does it does it feel that long, or does it feel like it's uh, it's flown by? That uh, that was an amazing. I, I looked that up earlier today, and it really uh, jumped out at me. Yeah, Matt, thanks for having me on. And uh, yeah, it, it's definitely uh, flown by, and it's it's been a lot of fun, and it's still going. So I'm just trying to stay in the moment and keep enjoying it. Well, when you uh, when you started to get your players back in and everything, tennis can be you know such an individual sport at times. Uh, what um, what kind of was everybody? Had everybody done a really good job? I'm sure you'd been keeping in touch with everybody via Zoom and, and keeping tabs as much as you could. What was that experience like? And 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 how long did it did it take to kind of get everybody where you needed them? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, I think at first we were dealing with just the shock that the season was over and, and not only was, you know, the season over, but now we're dealing with this pandemic. And so there was a, there was a definitely a transitional period there where we just kind of had to let things settle in. And, and uh, we, we were, you know, in constant communication with the athletes, but a lot of it was just listening to them and, and hearing you know, their, their thoughts and what they were feeling at that moment. And, you know, gradually with time and more information about the virus and, and, and a lot of the positive news about college uh, sports coming back, it, it kind of got everybody's excitement um, going. And, and then of course, uh, you know, Baylor, you know, announced that, Hey, we were going to have in-person class and, and Baylor athletics uh, was committed to, to trying to make this work. Uh, this fall and and so ever since that then it, it really gave our kids a lot of purpose and and gave them hope that you know they were going to be able to do what they love to do what do you think what is this team every team is different but uh you bring some great uh experience back jessica hinojosa comes to mind you know angie is a uh, uh you know been around a, a good leader for you what um what what do you what stands out so far? And you're about to put them into action and really get some great mm-hmm. feedback. But what um, what about this team really jumps out at you at this point? And does this feel like one of those teams that could really do some damage? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and you're right. You know, players like uh, Jessica and Angie have a wealth of experience. You know, they've they've um, been through a lot of big moments, big situations, and have grown. Uh, quite a bit uh, over the years. So, you know, uh, in working with players like them, you can just see that there's a calming effect that they have on the team. Um, they, they know what this is all about, and, and uh, they definitely want to leave their uh, mark, you know, before their, their careers are done. They, they definitely want to do something special. So, you know, we have players like, like Jessica and Angie with a lot of experience, and then we have 
uh, the just our regular seniors, you know, Olivia Krause and Christina Sorcolette, and, and you know, they seem like they're younger players, but you know, they're seniors. So we we have four players with just tremendous amount of experience, and and uh, you know as well as anybody, uh, experience really does matter when you're trying to do something as difficult as you know, win a Big 12 championship or or win the NCAA's. It, it definitely can can uh, help tremendously. All right, you were fading on us a little bit there, Coach. So if you can, uh, if you could step oh, over sorry. to maybe a little different part of the uh, office or wherever you're, or the court, <laughs> wherever you're doing this from, maybe find a little bit better cell. But you did start yeah. to come back to us toward the end uh, uh, of that. What, walk us through a little bit about what this season will look like. We're trying to, you know, I've been following soccer as well, and mm-hmm. they'll of course be able to at least be eligible for some of the spring championships. As you understand it at this point, what the NCAA is trying to put on, we're learning more and more about the, the winter and spring sports. How, how does it impact you, and, and what all will you be eligible for? Walk us through that a little bit. Yeah, you know, as of right now, um, obviously we, we are um, – you know, we're are, we are going to be able to play some, some, um, fall events, which is, you know, absolutely fantastic. And, um, and I think in tennis, the reason for that is because we have an individual season in May, as well as the team season. So, you know, these student athletes, um, need to have some individual uh, results so they can qualify for an individual national championship. Um, in regards to the spring, you know, everything looks like we're moving forward. You know, the, the schedule may be a little bit more re- regionalized than years past, um, which just makes a lot of sense, you know, just to, to avoid uh, or limit the amount of air travel. Um, but outside of that, I mean, it's, it's just really great to see that uh, our leadership in, in college athletics is moving forward and understanding that, you know, this, this virus is something we're going to have to live with. And the sooner we can push forward, the better. And uh, I know that my student athletes um, are really excited about it. And, and they're, you know, they're up for the responsibility of staying he- healthy, staying safe, you know, creating a bubble within our team to make sure that we have a chance to play a season. Well, it'll be, uh, it'll be uh, fascinating to watch it all play out. Joyce Gravano uh, women's tennis coach at Baylor joining us. What does it do for a program? You've had some top recruits over the over the past uh, 19 seasons, but uh, Audrey Bach uh, Collins, number mm-hmm. uh, two recruit in the country. I mean, what does it do for a program when you when you go get somebody that pretty much everybody's after? Uh, mm-hmm. Can can like one player like that almost galvanize an entire program? Yeah, definitely. You know, adding a player of, of Audrey's caliber, uh, it only helps your, your program and your team. And uh, it really sends a message to other recruits that, hey, Baylor's a great place to go to school. It's a great place to go and, and uh, play, play tennis and improve your game. So, you know, Audrey's uh, definitely a great addition to our team. But, but ultimately, you know, it's, it's the entire program. And, you know, for us, it's, we're going to go as far as our players develop. So, you know, in the last season in March when, when uh, our season got uh, canceled, 
you know, it was like really up until that point, it was like being in the eye of a hurricane. Every player was improving, and it was so much fun to see these young players developing and seeing older players adding new parts to their game. And uh, we were really something special was coming together. And and now we're just, you know, we're just trying to rekindle that and, and create that. Um, and that doesn't happen overnight, but but I do believe that this team's going to really come together and do something special this season. All right, who has the who has the biggest serve on on the team right now? I'm sure you get the uh, you get the gun, gun out occasionally and and are able to get the radar on it. Who would you um, who can, who just lights it up? And is it one of your uh, seems like a so the taller players generally end up with those monstrous uh, uh, mile per hour serves. <laughs> Well, that's, that's a great question. Um, and you know, uh, yeah, if just straight up, I mean, uh, Anastasia Hartinova has the best serve. She's a left-hander, you know, she's about five ten. Um, you know, she was 18 in the world in the juniors. So she's, she's one heck of a player, but, um, you know, the serve is kind of the, the, uh, secret sauce to her game. And, in a sport like tennis, I mean, it's pretty simple. The the better server usually wins. So we spend an enormous amount of time trying to master the serve, and, and uh, there's so many parts to it. You know, if, if someone's serving well, it's not because of one thing. It's going to be because they do, you know, three or four things really well, and the same if, if a player doesn't serve well. So we spend a, a tremendous amount of time on that part of the game, and, and it's exciting to see how much better our entire team is, is becoming at, at the service game. All right, and how excited are you to see uh, your team play in this upcoming uh, TCU Invitational? I was looking at some of those teams, pretty strong. Got a couple of uh, mm-hmm. SEC teams in there, and then obviously some teams from uh, the Big 12. This is an individual tournament. What are you uh, What are you looking to uh, see, and what is an ITA sanctioned event? Yeah, well, we're really excited just to get back on the the court and competing. Uh, you know, just to do competing again. But you know, from a coach's perspective, you know, there, there's only so much you can do in practice. I mean, you're not going to be able to create the same pressure and anxiety that uh, a tournament uh you know brings so it's just a chance for our players to to get under the lights you know get those those uh, emotions going where they you know the anxiety comes and the pressure and 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 our job as coaches not only help them with their serves and help them become better at the fundamentals of the game but a big part of it is helping them with the mental game so there's no substitute for competing against really tough competition where, you know, you're not you're not in the shallow end playing with the little kids. You're in the deep end. You're getting in, in, into a real battle, and uh, that's that's definitely what this tournament's going to do for us. If if Kyle Robards, if you had gotten him earlier in his career with with his height, do you think you could have turned him into something? Could he have? I mean, he looks like his wingspan. He could have uh, pre- presented some tremendous serves, but I, I fear that um, I fear that uh, we, it's too late to really work with him. <laughs> well, he he definitely looks like he has the genetics to to play a lot of sports, um, you know. But it ultimately, uh, I mean, tennis is really hard, and I've seen uh, some really incredible athletes. I played tennis with Bryce Petty one time. 
And I think everybody knows who that guy is. And I mean, he, I think he was shocked at how difficult the sport is. Um, I got him serving and he was, he was deaf. He was serving some, you know, bombs probably in the one twenties, which is incredible for a non tennis player to just go do that. But, but the rest of the game became very difficult for him. He, he, he looked very uncoordinated on the tennis court. So uh, tennis does that to people. And, and that's actually, you know, why I played it, because it was so stinking hard. Uh, I was like, I, I just got to try to master this. And, and that's, that's kind of what, what tennis and golf, you know, they, they really can uh, get you hooked. Yeah, well, I'm I'm smart enough not to ever step out there with any of your uh, your your players. I mean, that's a level. Uh, I think I may still have my old Wilson Sting somewhere out in the garage, but uh, I think one even if I got my racket on it, it would uh, it would bust the strings, so it would be a bad deal. But uh, listen, we're excited for you. You've had a remarkable career. I think I was I saw some stat where. You had the 12th most wins for an active coach in all the country. Some of these guys have been doing it even longer than you, you know, 30 years and that kind of thing. So congratulations on that. I think it was 451. So let's um, mm. let's just keep adding to that. <laughs> oh, thanks, Matt. Yeah, I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, it's all about the players. So we keep recruiting well and uh, and, and helping the players get better than, than uh, anything's possible. That's right. It also helps to be – Married to a really good marketing person, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, she's the brains behind this operation. So, uh, yeah, that she she's tremendous, and she loves tennis now, and uh, she's a big part of our team. Well, she uh, she does a great job, but Courtney does. Listen, uh, great catching up with you. We will follow you, and then we are bandwagon jumpers. The minute you you know get close to the elite eight or, or or final four we will we will jump on board and we will front run okay we reserve the right to do that i, I love it no problem but we're going to try <laughs> to make that happen for you